Hi everybody, Matt Lawton here. This is the Astrological Winds channel, and I'm going to take a look at the Astrological Weather Report for the week of November 28th through December 4th, and also take a look at the month of December. So there's a good amount to cover, and uh, just get right into it. And remember, once again, like to remind all of you um, that... Um, if you're not familiar with astrology terms, to not get stuck on the terms of what the astrology lingo is, to actually listen to what's in between those terms, the interpretations of them, because that's the energy going on, and that's what's important to know. You don't re need to know why, you just need to know what is going on. And obviously, for those who do know some astrology, I will mention the astrology to you, but <clears throat> don't want anyone to get caught up on that stuff. So remember that. And remember also your personal transits always have an effect too. All right. We're in the middle of a, there's, there's first, I want to get to the week. I'm going to do the week first. And there's like four things I want to mention. Um, two of them are like the main things. And, and first off is Mars retrograde again. We've been retrograde Mars since October 29th in Gemini. It's been a, you know, a tough time for sure. I've been talking about it every week. And I think, you know, another thing that I did mention back then that we're starting to see too with Mars retrograde is, you know, Mars represents the body. And so, you know, this time of the year, in particular in the Northern Hemisphere, you know, illnesses, diseases are more apt to show up in the wintertime. And we can see like, you know, that is something that's going on. In fact, in China right now, because the COVID is coming back so strongly and the government is wanting to put down more restrictions again, there's actually people like literally revolting in the streets about it. And it's interesting too, it shows you again, once the Gemini nature of the Mars here, where, you know, the very same people who maybe a year ago were like, hey, shut everything down, blah, 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 now are like, hey, we can't do this anymore. We can't shut everything down for, the, for a disease that's not affecting like, everyone. So it's a very, you know, once again, that confusion of the mind and the brain of the Mars Gemini. But I want to, you know, show every week, I want to like, just kind of tip on how this Mars retrograde is working. You know, it's like two and a half years, thankfully, that it only happens, but it's a very frustrating 12 or 13 weeks because our actions, like I said, do not go the way we expect them to. Like I told you guys earlier, when it first happened to me, Mars retrograde's always kind of been like Mercury retrograde on steroids. So this week, Mars actually gets hit by three by three of the planets and it's Monday through Wednesday. There's a trine to Saturn, which is a second hit of that. And there's also a tough oppositions to Mercury and Venus who are still traveling together in Sagittarius. And, and I think that um, the Mars-Saturn thing is very interesting. I think it, that it shows that people right now, you know, despite the challenges going on around us, despite our actions that 
normally <clears throat> bring us, you know, some some uh, manifestation results, awards, rewards, whatever you want to call it, not really working that well during this time. It shows that people are still willing to work. They're still willing to do what they have to do, and and. And the, and the issue right now is the Mars retrograde. Mars-Saturn as it is, the energy of Mars-Saturn is more long-term. It has to do with, um, you know, like taking steps to get to a place you want to go to and being willing to like sacrifice immediate gratification for a goal that's more in the future. And so, you know, Mars retrograde is just making that more so. It's making it seem like, wow, it's not moving forward at all. Despite no matter what I do, I'm willing to do the trying and, I'm, and I may be working hard and well and doing all the things that I know that have been successful for me in the past, it's still not really getting me the results. So this is just showing us that the patience factor has been exponentiated basically with the retrograde Mars, but it's confusing because it's that Mars in Gemini again. And it's like, well, what, you know, what is going on? What am I supposed to do, you know? Um, you know, and, and, and we are using our skills well. We are, you, you know, going out and doing what we're supposed to do. We do have a lot of focus, a lot of good concentration, you know? And, and what I will say to you about this is the sacrifices that you make now, you know, are being noticed on all kinds of levels. So like, you know, in the future when things are, you know, better for whatever our, you know, once Mars starts moving forward and our actions start, you know, actually paying off in the, in the ways that we normally, normally um, expect them to, then there will be benefits that come of this. There's like, we, you know, if we're still got our nose to the grindstone through these hard times, if we're still doing something instead of being frozen, in fear or unmotivation or indecision, like even if we're feeling that way, if we're still doing something, it's going in the future to, you know, help get us something that, you know, will be desirable for us. So, so very interesting energy. And, you know, and it definitely has us like focused on practical concerns again. Our actions are very much about that and you know and we can learn a lot about ourselves when things slow down about this now the mercury opposite mars and the venus opposite mars are ornery there's no question about that you know there's a lot of like frustrate there's a lot of basically what this is showing is once again it's mars that's driving the mercury and venus to react kind of like in a strong way. And that is, there's like, the Mars retrograde is showing there's a lot of ego energy that is not being satisfied right now. And so that is behind, well, or that will come out, especially early part of this week, is a lot of angry words, a lot of impatience with others, a lot of stressful type of relationship type stuff. And, and, and you may you know, make us feel like, you know, okay, you know, I have to confront certain things, there certain people, certain situations, a lot of it will come through relationships, you know, but they're in the, the danger here is we've let it built up to a level of hostility, whether we're aware of that or not, like the Mars retrograde keeps that 
energy and anger inside of us. So like what happens is we start to get like this uh, like hostile kind of feeling and we start projecting that out into our relationships. So there's a lot of tension that can build up in the relationships and it's going to come out verbally it you know with mercury it's going to be arguments it's going to be conflicts it's going to be disagreements it's going to be like a lot of combat within the relationship energy so so um so you know once it comes out though like you know it's like hopefully you know everyone is clear as to where they're at and you can start again. Now, the good thing about this is it does stimulate a lot of creative energy. You know, it does like, especially on, on the intellectual level in Sagittarius and with Mercury involved. So like there's, there's a lot of, lot of that, you know, there also can be with the Mer with, with the Sag and the Venus involved, some odd, like sexual attractions or desires, you know, and also once again, unsteadiness, not, not good decisions with money, you know, might not be the best time to be making big purchases. I think even Jeff Bezos was saying that recently. It's kind of like, you know, looking at things and being like, you know, maybe it's not a time to really be putting that out. But it can, yeah, like I said, it can bring some odd sexual attractions and relationships to, to it. Um, but it's, it's, that's where we're going to see a lot of this played out. Just a lot of this, like I said, ego energy that's dissatisfied, with because things are not going the way we want them to on a personal level. So then it comes out through our words and projected into our relationship. So a tricky beginning of the week here. Now, interestingly enough, now Mercury and Venus, just like last week, they're still really close together. So any aspect that Mercury is getting, Venus is getting right after it. You know, they're only a degree or two apart all week. So they're still basically conjunct, which really does help people express feelings well. Now there are, you know, besides the oppositions to the Mars retrograde, there's another really tough um, aspect going on with Mars too, and between the two of them and Neptune. If you remember, Mars retrograde was square Neptune last week, and it's still within orb. And this week, both Mercury and Venus are not only opposite that Mars, but they're also square Neptune. So what we call that is a mutable T-square. And that and a T-square is an aspect of great, great tension great like feeling like we need to do something like like the tension is built up so much from multiple events outside and and feeling it inside that we really feel like we need to do something now this is a mutable t-square so that means having to change having to adjust having to let go and adapt is going to be one of the key things to getting out of this now Neptune is a great dissipator. Like I said last week, you know, when it was square Mars, it's dissipating actions. It's dissipating energy. So it's going to do the same thing with Mercury and Venus this week. You know, it's basically going to show us that our ideals are not working in reality, not in relationships, 
not in the way we're connecting with others, not in business, the information we're getting, all that stuff. You know, we're going to find a lot of disappointment this week in on those levels that like the ideals we have are not fitting into reality right now. And we see that a lot through our relationships once again. And, and so there's a lot of disappointment with others. There's a lot of disappointment with situations that are going on. And it almost feels like we're trying to escape. What people will do a lot of times is hold back how they're really feeling with that Mercury-Neptune part and and like kind of have secret plans almost like they they're almost like making other plans in case like you know this all doesn't work out but they're not really willing to share that with people yet and because they've been disappointed by the people around them so there's this energy of like you know feeling let down not only by our ideals but by others and by reality and so we're holding back info maybe even being deceptive on purpose you know and and so the other thing is you know we can also like it, you know feel like we've been misled by our ideals too so it may have us look more clearly at you know what we believe in at, you know at our spiritual path or whatever we believe in or even the way we look at other people and have to really face the fact that like you know there's a difference between the reality or the ideation the idealational reality and real reality and that you know we have to understand that and bridge that gap somehow um so yeah so that's it's it's very interesting and i think you know the interesting thing about this too so we have the opposition going on between mars and gemini and mercury and venus and sag and the square is going up to neptune and pisces so the other side of the T-square is Virgo, the open end to that. So it's like, it's saying that we need to somehow get Virgo energy involved in this, that we have to be more critical, basically, of the ideas we have, the ideals we have, the relationships we have, the actions we take. We have to be more self-critical about it and be more realistic and grounded and practical about, you know, the way we look at things and the way we judge things. And then from there, know that we have to do, you know, really do the necessary work, the grunt work, the detailed work that's required to like make sure that something is successful, which is that Virgo energy. So that really is part of the door out. Now, interestingly enough, it, yes, like, you know, Mercury, Venus is having these tough things, but it's also got a couple positive aspects this week that can also be helpful. They're both sextiling Saturn and they're both trining Eris. So the Eris, that's saying like we want to bring in change, like we're welcoming in change at this point because probably can't see any other way to go, you know? So, but here it shows us that in order to do that, we have to become more focused, more concentrated, just like the Virgo part of the open end of the T-square. It's saying that, you know, we have to have a more sober, conservative approach to what we're doing and like ground ourselves in practical things, find other people also that are on that level. And then, you know, the Mercury Saturn gives great, great ability to make a plan, 
to organize what you need to do for that plan and then to start going step by step. Now, these are, it's a sextile with the Saturn. So it's like something that, you know, we have to, you know, do ourselves. We have to motivate, but we can use maybe the energy of the T-square, even though it's being diffused and confused a lot by Neptune, there's still some energy to tap into. There's Sagittarius energy to tap into too. And, and, and we can use that energy to, to discipline ourselves and sit down and like take these opportunities. So they could say, yeah, you know, if you can do that and then find like-minded people who are also serious about, you know, the practical concerns they have that you can work together and, and create something that together that you can build for the future that will create some practical results. So, um, and, and with the Venus part too, it shows that we have a motivation behind that to do actually do that for our loved ones, whoever they are, that we really do want to stabilize their reality. And, and, you know, with Venus, once again, even, you know, the monetary thing comes in even. So, so it's, it's, it's a good, good, good aspects for business type relationships, practical relationships, those kinds of relationships. And, and just also good time to get new information too, especially from people who are more experienced than you or maybe wiser or older than you in whatever thing. But it's like you can really take that and then focus on your creative work and bring in, you know, the Virgo energy too, or the tools, the hands, the talents that we have. Now, the other two things I want to mention for this week, um, one of them is also the first big thing for the month of December, and that is on Saturday, the 3rd, Neptune goes direct. So we slowly have all the planets are going direct, and Neptune finally is going to go direct too. And, and it shows how powerful actually this T-square is, because whenever you have a planet changing direction, going either retrograde or going direct, that means it's standing still from your standpoint, from our standpoint, and that means its energy is really, really focused right now. So this T-square, this is gonna be a really confusing week, you know, and, and I want you guys to understand that's the way it's supposed to be, okay? It, it's, it's, it's a bottom kind of week for like confusion and not knowing what to do. And yet we can't allow it to freeze us. We have to keep going forward, even if we're not getting immediate results. And bringing in this self-criticism of all of what we're doing. And so Neptune, when it goes direct, it's gonna go direct now for the next seven months. It's saying, okay, those ideals, don't forget about them. That, you know, they can be part of this work that, you know, maybe is going slower than you want. But it can, but you can inject them into reality. Now, here's the thing, right? You know, there's probably different realities, guys. We know this, right? So, if on one level you know inside your mind that you, you know, this is what you're doing, that you know that you're always on this level of your ideals, working towards this even in the outer world, even though it's not matching the ideal world, 
that behind that you still have that drive and that's what Neptune Direct wants us to do is say that like you know behind that I still have like whatever it may be compassion empathy unification all those things that Neptune on a higher level represents behind what I'm doing in the real practical world and yes I may not get these perfect results but that's you know part of this plane of reality is that we don't get perfect results. We get dualistic type of results because of the way our minds think. So, and then the last thing I wanna mention, and this really helps with this too, is next Sunday, the sun trines Chiron. This is like finding a new creative outlet that's very positive and inspiring. It, it, it gives you the ability to show your talents to the world. So this is like a really good time to find a new balance to become like a teacher to some and and bringing in new information so you're learning at the same time. And this is like very healing for our life journey, you know? So, so there's a, you know, it's a mixed week in many ways because it, it shows that once again, our actions in the real world are not really doing what we want them to do. And if anything, we can be even more confused than ever about those things. But yet we still need to do something, you know? And and even though it's like not getting exact results, just step by step forward and being grounded and practical and self-critical about that stuff can help find some of these new talents that we can do. Not new talents, the talents we have already possibly latent or semi-latent within us and boom a new creative output can or outlet can be spawned out of that all right quickly now i'm going to go into december i don't want to go too much longer um so first there's 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 several things in december to me the biggest thing in december that's going to go on is jupiter going back into aries on the solstice we're going to get a big shift in the social energy then and even the way individuals act within that context and we also have Neptune, which I mentioned already going direct, and Chiron's going direct too, and Mercury retrograde at, right at the end of the month. Our first re Mercury retrograde of actually 2023 is right at the end of the month. So quickly, and a couple of asteroid things. So I mentioned already December 3rd, this Saturday, Neptune direct. Next week on the 8th, Pluto trines series. And I think what this is, is going to maybe finding out new ways to transform our relationship with resources and, and being able to work with other people in meeting basic human needs and, and, and getting like growth out of that, like getting transformation out of that. So it's like, um, and I think it also can bring in more tolerance to like a, just a more, um, like, parental loving energy of others like and understanding where others are at so like wanting to transform together now interestingly enough on the 17th jupiter which will be stationing um or which you know actually no it which is just about going into aries like i mentioned on the 20th on the solstice Jupiter on the 17th will be opposite series in the 29th degree, both of them in the 29th degree, critical degree. So this shows once again, are we like 
going to, we may be called to take on this greater role of, of like helping others and, and parenting for others, or are we doing that too much? Are we, are we pushing too much out and not taking care of our own needs enough? But this is really more likely than not a need on a social level for society to come together to meet the basic needs of all of us and the resources that we need. That because Jupiter is a societal planet and it's at this critical 29th degree. So it's really like you guys need to learn, you know, this is not going to go well unless you do this. Now, Jupiter going into Aries the next day, we had Jupiter in Aries for a long time already this year. Remember, we had like five months of it from like May through October. And we've only had two months back since it retrograded back into Pisces where it's a lot sweeter. This Jupiter is a social planet. When Jupiter goes into Aries, a lot of times it brings up stuff like what we saw last year, war, you know, open warfare, people not willing to back down, having a self-righteous attitude about what they want. And so that translates into a society, you know, and people not being, want to be limited you know, want, not by wanting to be even limited by what their normal duties are. They're wanting to like, you know, self-express. Um, and so that can be almost selfish on many levels. And and, and so it it, it is, um, I'm gonna do it my way kind of energy and, and to hell with everything else at times. So it also brings a lot of courage and a lot of like ability to take to do things you normally wouldn't do. So maybe we could use that as societies to move forward. But it's definitely a you versus the rest of the world energy. And we see a lot of leaders, because it is a social planet, in that situation where they feel like it's you, them against the world. So this is not going to be, I think, a good thing. And it's happening right on the solstice, which means it's imprinted in the solstice chart for at least the next quarter, if not the next year, and it's squaring the sun. Since the sun had just gone, changed signs too, and going into Capricorn. So, so it's going to be tough. Leaders in particular are really going to feel that Jupiter and Aries and they're gonna kind of be like the you know they're almost like backed into a corner and when people back into a corner a lot of times they get aggressive and fight any kind of being on the 23rd is when Chiron goes direct and that will be about four seven eight months then of the of Chiron's energy going direct so what have we learned about our own inner wounds in the last four or five months that we can now bring out to the world as a gift and that we can continue to help heal ourselves and also help heal others and teach others. So there's a lot of energy that shows like if people did come together, you know, like that a lot of change could occur. But this is once again, Aries energy, Chiron's in Aries. So as I've said before, it has a lot to do with self-responsibility for our own healing. And then on the 29th, Mercury goes retrograde. Um, I'm really saying this is for the first time next year since obviously almost the whole retrograde period will be in January. It goes um, retrograde in Capricorn at 25 degrees and backtracks to eight degrees Capricorn 
on January 18th before it goes direct. Now, that means that our retrograde periods for 2023 are going to be an Earth sign. So it shows resources are once again going to be a big issue and really be triggered every time Mercury goes retro. And right after the holidays is almost natural because people jack up the credit cards, you know, that kind of thing. And then realize afterwards, whoa, you know, I got like, you know, I went a little overboard. Um, in particular, Mars will still be retrograde too during that period. They're both going to go direct around the same time. So it's going to be a double whammy on that. And we really need to be, you know, really watch our resources and, and how we manage that during that period. And I will get in a lot more depth about that come the last week of December when Mercury retrograde actually does come up. All right. That's what I got for not only this week, but for the month of December. Um, this is the Astrological Winds channel. I'm Matt Lawton. I'm a professional astrologer. I've been doing this stuff for over 20 years professionally after seven years of formal schooling and 10 years of informal learning by myself. Um, this service I offer is free on YouTube every week, the Astrological Winds channel. I'd really appreciate it if you pass the link on as soon as you're done here to somebody else as a little bit of a payment back for the time I put into this and sharing this stuff with you guys. Um, and also, if you need a reading, I've been doing readings for 20 years. That's really the best way to support me. Um, I do natal charts, your birth chart, which you absolutely need to know. You carry it with you your whole life. Um, and if you're blind to parts of it, then you know, you're kind of walking around like a zombie somewhat. Um, Absolutely, I think everybody too should give themselves a birthday gift around their birthday and get a predictive reading done for the next year. It's very similar to the weather report I'm giving right now. And and that is um, you know, your weather report for the next year so that you see how the how the planets are affecting you this year and see when, you know, the issues that you have, when they may end, how you can deal with them, things like that. Relationship charts for people who are interested in you know seeing that entity um and what it means when they come together with someone else children's charts look at the first 20 years of the cure for your child's life and the important events and the way their chart says to actually you know help parent them you know to be a parent for them um elections for when you need the best timing for very important events to me it would not even be logical not to try to finally get the best timing if you're getting married or starting a business or something like that. Horary charts, if you have a burning emotional question or decision you can't just seem to get an answer to, we can look at a chart and see if we can find an answer in there for you. Fixed star readings for people who are really looking at their deeper soul purpose, very mystical type energy. Um, also classes are available, beginning classes, $25 a piece or all five that are available right now for a hundred even. If you're a student, they're 20 a piece. Um, they're on Dropbox. Um, all these things. And oh, also, if you have a group, they need a lecture, mini readings for an event or question and answer session, some kind of entertainment, all these things, email me, M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. That's M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. And remember, 
the blog, although available and shot on YouTube, it's, you know, mainly me talking to the camera. Podcasts are available on 20 different places, at least. Just look it up, Astrological Winds Channel. Sometimes it's a lot easier just listening than staring at something, although you can do that with YouTube, too. Just put it on. But if you do have a YouTube account, you know, become a follower and turn on your notifications. And also, if you have an Instagram account, Astrological Winds Channel's on that, become a follower and you'll see the link posted every week. And sometimes I do post extra stuff during the week, just some comments and stuff. Um, also available on Facebook, the link. You do have to um, friend me, Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, Lawton, L-A-U-T-E-N. Um, and then I post the link there. I really don't use my Facebook for much else, so, so that's really the main thing I use it for. Um, I think that's about it, right? I think that covers everything. Oh, yeah, if you'd like to send a donation, too, then you're more than welcome to do that. My Venmo handle, once again, Matthew with a capital M, M-A-T-T-H-E-W hyphen or dash in the middle, Lawton, capital L-A-U-T-E-N. And, yeah, so, um, yeah, so this week, you know, just be patient because it's going to be a hard week where things don't seem to really go anywhere forward but there is like this ability to keep maintain a focus use some self-criticism get to work and 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 bring and get some benefit in the future out of that you know so and all that stuff i mentioned for the monthly in december we'll get into a lot more detail as each week goes on all right this is the astrological winds channel matt lawton signing off